This week's daily emails were all about leadership as a concept. What is leadership? And beyond the question of what is leadership, we looked at how leaders gain power and the ability they have to build or destroy. In today's episode, I'll deviate significantly from the short messages of the week and expand on these important themes. Hello, colleagues, and welcome to the Assistant Principal Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Frederick Buskey. I've been growing leaders and future leaders for over 30 years. Through my own experiences and through working with hundreds of other leaders, I've learned that school leadership is a journey that occurs in three phases. Urgent leaders spend their time completing tasks, but intentional leaders invest their time building systems. However, strategic leaders create time by growing people. In 2018, I founded Strategic Leadership Consulting to help make this journey more enjoyable for leaders like you. Through my daily email, monthly microjournal, online community, my upcoming book, and of course, this podcast, I keep you company on this journey and provide you with actionable ideas and tools to live and lead better today and tomorrow. Today's episode of Five for Friday recaps the strategic leadership emails for the week of January 30th through February 2nd, 2023. Can you believe we're through January already? And I'm just now getting used to saying 2023. We began Monday with a quote from Dr. Jackie Jacobs, incredible mentor, friend, and colleague of mine, Professor Emeritus at Western Carolina University, and a book author, and so much more. Jackie was fond of saying, quote, being in the left lane of a superhighway with a string of cars behind you does not make you a leader. It may just mean you're slow and too stupid to get out of the way. Beyond being something that many of us can relate to, being stuck behind that slow driver in the left-hand lane, this also begs the question is, what is leadership? If having people behind you doesn't define leadership, what actually does? None of the rest of this was in the daily email, but I'll offer some quotes from scholars. Leadership is not a person or a position. It is a complex moral relationship between people based on trust, obligation, commitment, emotion, and a shared vision of the good. And that's from Joanne Ciola. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, C-I-U-L-L-A, a philosopher and currently director at the Institute of Ethical Leadership. Leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. It is one of the simplest and most succinct explanations we have from John Maxwell. If you want to govern the people, you must place yourself below them. If you want to lead the people, you must learn how to follow them. And that is attributed to Lao Tzu. And finally, leadership is the intentional use of power to influence a person or people to achieve a specific outcome. And that one is by yours truly. There are two kind of themes that run through all of these definitions. One is that there is a special relationship between leader and follower. And the other idea is 
that leadership generally involves trying to get something done or trying to get followers to do something. So when we think about leadership as relationships with people and as trying to get something done, for me, that brings us to the issue of power. Now, modern scholars have identified six, seven, eight forms of power, depending on who you follow. But we looked at the three, what I consider to be the three most important forms of power. The first is legitimate. Legitimate power is the authority or the power that comes with holding a position. So if you're a principal, there is real power that comes, that's codified that you have to exercise by virtue of being the principal. Similarly with an assistant principal. But two other really for important forms of power are expert power and referent power. Expert power is the power that comes from being considered an expert in your field or whatever it is you're trying to do. And expert power is especially effective when the people you're working with want or need to know how to do what you know how to do. So now you're seen as an expert and by virtue, by virtue of being that expert, you hold sway, influence, or power over people. Finally, we have referent power. And if you think about the people that were the most important mentors in your life, you're thinking about people who had referent power with you. They could influence what you did by virtue of you looking up to them and respecting them, valuing what they said and taking them seriously and even wanting to please them and wanting them to think good about you. So legitimate expert and referent power. And I guess we can talk about power as really being the force that influences people. So to go go back to Maxwell, if leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less, leadership is really about using power, using power to help people to do what you want to do, what the, what you want them to do, or using that power to enable them and help them get done what they want to achieve or what the organization needs done. Now, here's a really interesting thing. We can also talk about hierarchical versus non-hierarchical leadership, and most of you listening probably understand those terms, but hierarchical leaders are people that lead by virtue of a position. So if I am the principal or the assistant principal or the superintendent, I have clear hierarchical power, which, which relates to legitimate power, right? Hierarchical leadership and legitimate power go hand in hand. You can't really have one without the other. But then we also have non-hierarchical leadership. When we have teachers who other teachers look up to and follow, we say that teacher is a leader, a teacher leader even, but if they don't hold a formal title or position, but they still influence people, they still wield power over people, then we would say that they're non-hierarchical leaders. And here's the really cool thing about the power discussion. While legitimate power is reserved only for hierarchical leaders, expert and referent power, 
which are what I would argue are the two most important forms of leadership power we can wield, those are both open to everyone. You do not have to be a hierarchical leader in order to wield expert and referent power. And so the base many times of non-hierarchical leadership is that expertise or is being that referent figure. And the main point that I'd like you to take away here is that cultivating your expert power, cultivating your referent power helps you to be able not only to lead others, but to mentor others, to have a longer term influence on their lives and their journeys than just simply leading them for a time. It occurs to me as I'm recording this that I haven't clearly defined mentoring, and that will actually be the topic in Tuesday's podcast. We'll talk all about mentoring and coaching. So for now, hang on to that. Expert and referent powers really put you in position to be able to mentor others. I wrapped up the week trying to drive this point home by asking you to think about the mentors that you've had in your life and then work to emulate some of what made them have such a profound influence on you. One of the missed opportunities in my career was realizing too late the influence I had on my colleagues. It's only been in the past five years that I've really consciously begun mentoring people. But as I reflect back on my career, I realized that I've been unconsciously doing that for almost 20 years. And I just think if I had been more attentional, more aware of using those different forms of power to have an influence, not so much on what people did right now with me, but on influencing on what they could do in their leadership journey into the future, by being more intentional, I think I would have had a bigger impact. And so that's my invitation to you. Think about the power you hold, legitimate power, yes, but more importantly, Think about the expert power you hold. What are you great at doing? And then the referent power. Who are the people you look up to? Or I'm sorry, <laughs> who are the people who look up to you? And you may only be a, only, you may be a 35 year old assistant principal and you may, may think, oh, I can't mentor people. But when you have that 22 year old, 23 year old teacher, new teacher coming into the building, and you're the person that they're going to be going to for answers, that's an opportunity not just to lead, but to mentor, to establish your expert power, to establish your, to grow the referent power so that they respect you and to start mentoring now. Embrace that opportunity and use those forms of power that you have and be intentional about mentoring others and helping them grow, even as you are still being mentored and helped by the people that you look up to. Before we close, I wanna give a quick shout out to Dr. Ryan Donlin, who was our guest on this past Tuesday. And we discussed coaching up, down, and around as an assistant principal. It's a great show for anyone wanting to be more intentional about coaching, but also about mentoring and leading others. And finally, in Friday's email, I invited people to share with me the stories about their mentors. If you have someone who's had a profound positive impact on you, 
consider doing this. Record a one to three minute tribute and email it to me at frederick at frederickbuskey.com. I'll do my best to work your tribute into an upcoming show so that you can publicly acknowledge someone important. Share a quick story or a list of their qualities or just say thank you. And I'll do my best to get your tribute onto the show. That's this week's Five for Friday rendition of the Assistant Principal Podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please forward it. I'll give a shout out to my new LinkedIn friend, a schoolhead in Kuala Lumpur, who found the podcast because someone shared it with him and said, you should listen. So if you're finding value in the show, please forward the show link to a colleague and say, you've got to listen to this. Thank you for including me on your leadership journey. Remember that you can walk more with me by subscribing to my daily leadership email and quadrant two, my monthly micro journal. And if that's not enough, we can walk further together in Apex, my virtual paid community for assistant principals. Apex helps you network with other APs and participate in group coaching with me. You can learn more about Apex and my other offerings at my website, frederickbuskey.com. I look forward to seeing you next Tuesday when K-8 principal Eleanor McCauley takes us deep inside how the flywheel works in her school. You are not going to want to miss it. It was just a great, it will be a great episode and a wonderful discussion of how you build a system that supports teacher leadership and growth. Okay, I'm Frederick Buskey, and thank you again for joining me on this episode of the Assistant Principal Podcast. Remember to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Cheers. <music>